0: Good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome to the Lampoon podcast. We are here to talk about our sponsor, Above and Bold, as always. They're an independent, UK-based, family-run clothing brand, inspired by you and worn by you. They create bold and unique urban clothing to you to take your creativity to the streets. Above all, above and bold, they set out to create creative clothing for you to take your own story, your own creative impulse, whatever your outlet is, do it in bold. Myself, GD Jones and Parks both have stuff on order from them at the moment. So we're waiting to get that through. But as soon as it's through, we're going to be showcasing this on our social media pages Just look for the lampoon on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter, and you'll be getting some choice modelling snaps from us. I'll be sure of it. But also make sure you check out Above and Bold on those platforms as well, and also at their website at aboveandbold.co.uk, where you can find all of their items and have a nice old browse and most of all, the most important thing of all is that if you log on there, there is a code that you can use to get 10% off your first purchase. If you use the code FIRST10, they will sort you out with a discount. Today, our guest on the Lampoon podcast is the young and talented Mr. Isaac HP. Isaac is a Brighton-based comedian, but he's a very unique character, as you will find out in just a moment. Um, welcome, everyone, to the Lampoon podcast. As always, it is myself, GD Jones. Along with him, as always, is Mr. Craig Parker. Yo, hello, hello. And this week we are joined by our special guest, Isaac H.P. Woo! Yeah. Hello. There he is. How you doing, Isaac? You alright? <laughs> oh, I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> How's Gary? Oh, we have to restart everything we said. Before. <laughs> we have to restart everything. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know how Gary was. Ah!
1: How's Gary? Gary. Um, he's He's okay. Um you know he 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 he's kind of annoyed me a little bit cuz he he threatened he said basically i pissed him off and he said he's going to shit on my face and then um <laughs> and now i'm like kind of scared so i have to keep keep like a close eye at all, at all times you know what i mean because and it's that's kind of annoying because gary was my security for the streets but now he sort of turned on me i have to sort of stay in my room and i have to be kind of prepared for him to come in at any time and shit on my face so i'm kind of stressed out really <laughs> do
2: you want to explain but... who gary is
1: basically gary is this guy who um well he he's not related everyone thinks that he's my brother but he's not actually related to me he isn't related to me he's basically he's like a menace and his family (laughs) abandoned no his family abandoned him so he sort of like lives you know in our garage now so we adopted him but he farts everywhere and he shits everywhere (laughs) on the floor is gary a human being Yes. Oh, he is. Okay. Well, we well he thinks he is, but he isn't. <laughs> yeah. cool. He's a disgusting. He's a disgusting human being. <laughs> That's all I have to say. The lowest of the low. Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, he's the lowest of the low. Yeah, definitely. He's a scumbag. Uh, he was my friend for a bit, but then uh, he started shitting in the cereal and stuff like that. So, um, you it's know, always horrible when um, your
2: friends do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. It is when they turn you back because then you get trust issues. Exactly. Eventually. Yeah. See, Wait. Gav's
2: not realised I've been doing that to him for months now. He just, he's eating. Oh, it. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was my kids. No. Nah. My kids doing that to me. He's eating them, like Nesquit Rocks things that you get. <laughs> <laughs> milk chocolate-y. Mate, if that's you, <laughs> yeah, you, if you got, you've
0: got problems if that's what it looks like. Mate, that's not
2: problems, is it? Turns your milk chocolatey. Tastes amazing. You are welcome.
1: Thanks. Nest Nest Quick is good is like the best cereal I, I reckon. Yeah. Nest Quick and Cookie Crisp. I
2: love right? the
1: Cookie Crisp. It's Cookie Crisp is good, but like it always fucks with my ADHD when I have like for my birthday, that was my birth that was my birthday present for myself was having Cookie Crisp for <laughs> a week. Like and it like fucks me up. Like I couldn't focus for the whole week. Like I you shouldn't start your day eating cookies. Like it, it messes with your motivation, it messes with just your actual your mindset. You just can't it's too much of a treat, like, for the first thing you shouldn't you shouldn't wake up to. You should wake up to something that tastes disgusting, yeah. basically. It's like bran <laughs> flakes. I used to hate bran flakes as a kid, but bran flakes are fucking amazing because they make you want to work hard.
2: You yeah, think. my old boss used to say he wants to wake up and have a shit sandwich every morning, and then the rest of the day, it doesn't matter what happens, because you started with a shit sandwich. And so he could yeah. just carry on for the rest of the day. It didn't matter. So he just wanted, like, the worst possible start. To any day, like bad news brought to him in the morning, you'd have like a horrible fucking breakfast, and then the rest of the day you'd just mm. be in a bad mood constantly. But that was how he mellowed out. That's how we took everything.
1: Yeah, that's that's why people take cold showers. Yeah, exactly. Like
2: I think he's dead now. He's probably had a heart attack because he was fucking mental.
0: Oh, so it didn't. Pay he's eating that. too much shit in the morning. That's what that was it was. Body. He backed yeah. up. <laughs> he was d- d-
2: disciplining himself a little bit, a little yeah. bit too much. You need to, you do need to treat yourself. Yeah, self flagellation. You just can't do it too much. It's just got to be a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Draw a little bit of blood. Ouch. Which is good life advice for everything.
1: (laughs) I guess, yeah. yeah. And they they say you should, you
2: know, you work so you can play. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. And as long as it's only bleeding a little bit, it'll be fine. Yeah. So there you go. We've
1: got
0: a bit of philosophy. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's what got and months. that's how we always start these podcasts is with a bit of <laughs> philosophy. Yes. <Bit> of philosophy. <laughs> so Isaac, you've you've got a bit of a following on social media, haven't you? I have now. Yeah. Yeah. So is that is that a recent thing or is that just something you've like just grown over years or what have you? How have you done it? Um, well, I always hated social media,
1: so. And now I've got all these followers. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, <laughs> and that's what's that. So it is like a little bit of a, you know. Now I've got this huge thing to carry. But like, <laughs> well, it's on TikTok, so guys. Right. Do little... you want to
2: give us like the full story? Like, where is this following? How did it start? Like, where are you? How did it come about?
1: Um. So basically, I was gigging like five days a week, and that was what I thought I was going to be doing until I become, you know, successful, <laughs> and then. Um, quarantine happened, and I remember like being well sad, and it was like I was literally like crying walking home. And then I told myself the next morning, like I'm going to put my energy into into something else. And I actually told myself I was like, I'm by the end of quarantine, I'm going to be TikTok quote famous, <laughs> you know. And I, I don't want. I'm not. I'm. I'm not famous, but I, you know, I think.
2: Yeah, you're doing better I, than most. Pretty think, famous. Yeah. How many followers have you got? I just get
1: spotted once, but. Um, I've got forty. I'm about to hit forty nine thousand today. I'll hit forty nine today, then I'll hit fifty tomorrow.
0: So, see, that's it. That's yeah. good when you know because I know I'm going to hit forty nine, and then I'm going to be fifty tomorrow, and then uh, by the end of the month I'll be hundred. And then because you get a lot of likes, you get a lot of <coughs> follows. You get even get people. How do you do it? Because you get people to. Is it asking questions in the comments?
2: Yeah. Wait. Can I just? Yeah, just they, can we just go questions. back to that point that Gav made, where he realised you get a thousand followers a day, but somehow Gav thinks there's another fifty days left in this month.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> hey. <you can> it <laughs> No. 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 I no, would no. love.
2: I would love to get a
1: hundred thousand by the end of the month. But so I'm not going to say that ain't going to happen. <laughs> but also I'm going to. I'm just going to like. Yeah. I can't really. Yeah, I don't want to just be like, "Yo, I'm
0: gonna get a hundred thousand followers." As hey, well. <laughs> listen, it builds. The more you get, the more people, because people just see that you've got all these followers and go, "Oh, I'll follow him as well," because he's got loads of followers. That's how. That's how we're worth going.
2: following.
1: Yeah, I think they promote your stuff a little bit more as well. I think. Yeah. Just to other people, once you get past what TikTok, do? so that might suffer. Yeah, TikTok, TikTok, do TikTok's algorithm is very different with TikTok, so it's like. You, your video can go viral like twice so like it, it will die down then it, all of a sudden a video from ages ago is just like it's just popping right. again so it's like you can get loads of you can get loads of fans from like a video you made like a month ago which is like
0: yeah it's cool see the weird thing is i did it for like i when quarantine started i did it for a bit but i wasn't doing it to the sort of what that what you're doing i was just taking sounds and doing stupid stuff to the sounds But then Mm. like I had a lot of my videos were getting like about a hundred views. And then I had one video that got like 120,000 views. Wow. And I was like, but then the rest of them were doing shit. And I was like, well, maybe that Mm. one was just all right, but it was just really weird. The sort of the way it worked. Cause you've got like a consistent number. Haven't you really? Like a couple of few thousand, haven't you?
1: Yeah. I, so what 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 one did what the video that you did what was different that made it that made it go viral? I
0: think it was because I didn't use the sound i it was my it was all original it was all our oh, okay. none of it was using any sound or copying anything that'd been done before well it was kind what of, I
1: do is I build from that video then
0: yeah just make
1: it just keep building on that that sort of style that you that that the one that went viral if you just keep building on that you'll you' you'll have a consistent
2: or oh, it with your one? You've almost me. got a character now, haven't you? Where like it's it's almost like a uh, you built your own sort of personality sort of into this this TikTok thing, haven't you? Yeah,
1: it was basically everything I was scared of saying on stage, <laughs> basically, because you want to act really like weird and like like, <laughs> but then it can sort of creep people out if you. Uh, so like I was, yeah, I, I'm not. I might not change on stage. I might be sort of how I was, but. I, I definitely at the start of when I started TikTok, I was definitely using it to just say all the crazy shit that I would get banned from <laughs> <a> saying <laughs> if I was doing a night somewhere in London. <laughs> Wait, I've
2: seen you on stage. It doesn't look like you're holding anything back.
1: No, it does. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some of the, the, my my early TikToks, I was definitely being like, I just wanted to put this creepy character on. But now I'm very like a little bit, a little bit more developed. You know, <laughs> but, um,
2: and you were saying, like you were doing, uh, you were sort of working today. And how did you describe it to me earlier? Uh,
1: content creation. Is that yeah, yeah.
2: And that's what you. And it's yes, yeah, awesome. so yeah. And so, what was that today then? How do you set your day out when you're doing these things? Are you doing a couple of videos a day? I
1: try and make. I always aim for twenty, but I never make twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. I want to be able to make like fifty in a day, like. That would be so good if I could do that. But I always get burnt out or distracted or eat too many, like, bourbon biscuits, <laughs> and then I fucking... <laughs> like, something, something somebody
2: happens. has to go and get the bourbon biscuits for yeah. you because you're banned from Asda now, aren't you? I got a corner shop, bro. I don't...
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not banned from <laughs> Asda. My mate is banned from Asda. Gary's,
2: Gary's banned uh. from Asda.
1: Gary's banned from everywhere. Was it Waitrose? He just stays in the garage. Well... He got Sorry? banned from a few shops, or so like you're in the TikTok. No, I'm banned from Poundland That's and Tesco. It. <laughs> That's it. But I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to be lifted from Poundland. But Tesco, I'm definitely permanently banned because I always take, used to take the mick out of the security guard there. <laughs> so. By doing what? What were you doing? I just used to say shit to him about his shoes and stuff because he couldn't tie <laughs> shoelaces properly.
2: <laughs> were you showing off? That gets you were you banter. showing off because you had your 20K like, trainers on?
1: Yeah, I used to wear my twenty. 20- <laughs> <laughs> I used to wear my my twenty k trainers like in front of him and stuff like that, and say shit about because he had these like battered up leather shoes that he couldn't tie properly. And then and then obviously he caught me stealing the mango juice and with my friends, and then I got kicked out. Forever, and it made it made like
2: local news, but it was just <laughs> it was just you know, local lads st- do steals mango juice whilst wearing twenty k trainers.
0: The mango juice bandit.
2: Yeah, well the it kind of ruined my reputation around the
1: town for a little bit, but I just had to, you know, find so, ways. So to... are
0: you are you are you Brighton based?
1: I am Brighton based. Yeah. yeah, now I am. I was born in Norfolk though. No, I was born in Suffolk, but I lived in Norfolk.
2: And where's your dad's Norfolk. farm? My dad's oh I'm what
1: the specific <laughs> oh, address? Right, is that in <laughs> Suffolk?
2: Is that in Norfolk?
1: Oh, my dad's farm, oh, is in right. Brighton, yeah yeah it's not too far from my house but we we don't really buy it for for like you know we don't really have the farm to make money we just do it because we like to watch the (laughs) workers you know that's it we don't because somebody somebody in the comments of that video i made said oh yeah the farm the farm that your dad owns yeah you only make 35 grand a year if you're a farmer it's like yeah we don't (laughs) give a fuck about that it's for fun we do it for fun it's we just want to feel like the boss. Yeah, it's a hobby. That's all it is. We don't even sell the food, we throw it all <laughs> away in front of the workers.
0: <laughs> get them to pack it all up and then burn it. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah.
1: We burn all the corn, man. And and then we yeah, then we kick it and shit. And cro- we just we just get them to like kill the cows for no reason. <laughs> yeah. You know?
0: Crop circles, crop circles shaped like cocks, all that
1: Yeah. Of. We yeah, stuff like that, you know. We do crop circles telling people that we're going to fire
0: them (laughs) uh... (laughs) how how long have you how long have you been gigging for isaac uh about three and a
1: bit years now or three how old are you isaac i'm 20 so i started when i was when i was 16 but it was like sort of when i was just about to turn 17 so it has been about three three and three years i think now yeah
0: how how did it all start for you, you know, if you started that young? How did it all actually come about?
1: Um, I was thinking about
0: it, and I think
1: there's uh, literally a thousand reasons as to why, but I think one of the reasons was uni was never an option for me. So after high school, I really had to figure out what I was going to do straight away because I, I just knew I would never really go to uni. I mean, you're
2: always a fan of comedy. Then, Has comedy always been a thing in your family? Yeah,
1: Always, yeah. In my family, always, like, I've, I've been watching, like, I think it was The Mighty Boosh I was watching since I was, like, eight, and then my mum let me watch, like, fucking Borat wow. when I was, like, way too young to watch <laughs> Borat, and I thought Borat was, like, real, I didn't even think it was an actual comedy, I just thought it was an actual <laughs> documentary when I watched it, I was so young, I was, like, I must have been seven or eight when I watched Borat.
2: That's but, amazing parenting, <laughs> I love
1: that. Did she know? Yeah, I watched Jackass. You when watched what, ago, sorry? I think jackass when i was about six years old i remember what
2: What do you call (laughs) it jackass
1: (laughs) jack yeah i don't know how you say yeah 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 i've got a different language to me yeah yeah
2: jackass (laughs) 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 Uh. and did your mum know that borat was borat had she watched it and then gone he'll like that (laughs) yeah
1: she watched it first i think she watched oh, it brilliant. first.
2: With with my
1: uh with her boyfriend at the time, and then I think they just fucking let me watch it or something <laughs> like. I, I don't think it was like a ritual like they just brought me downstairs Well, like
0: <laughs> it's time. It's, it's time.
1: time you must be exposed to this <laughs> Kazakhstanian.
2: Or at the body exorcist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, uh, yeah. Um, well, yeah. one of the reasons was uni, another reason was just the town that I was from, you can't really do anything there. So I think that just sort of inspired me to want to fucking actually do something that ain't working in a factory or, I don't know. Do don't something even... different than the Yeah. North where there, are living you living
2: know, at 17? Are you in Brighton now?
1: So when I'm, no, I, I stayed in Norfolk for about okay years, and is, just gigging yeah, around the, Norwich. what's the comedy scene around there is
2: it is it okay or is there much it's
1: good the nights are good but there's just not enough of them so really if you want to get good at something you want to try and do it mm. five days a week and if you're when you live where i lived you couldn't do that really so i had to move to so i, I wanted to move somewhere where you know i could actually gig um often And be in a city where there is a scene. Because the town I lived in, there wasn't a scene. I was half an hour away from anything. So I had to get... So being able to just walk down the street and bump into a comedian is, I think... Yeah,
2: because Brighton's thriving, isn't it? Brighton's got a a brilliant
1: scene. Yeah. It's got got a brilliant scene that hasn't Mm. peaked yet. It's still growing. That's what I like about it. And it's not like London where there's so much in London that it's hard. It's like Brighton is very, it's a very unique comedy scene. And I, I think it's, I don't know if it's underrated. I don't, I don't know if it's underrated, really. I think it's like, it's very, very good. And I think a lot of comedians need to know about yeah. Brighton comedy. Yeah, I think scene. it might it's, be underappreciated
2: from outside of Brighton. So the people that don't quite realise how how many gigs you can get in Brighton. There are a lot of venues in Brighton, aren't there?
1: Yeah, I think I didn't realize how many there were. I, I thought, yeah, I was a little bit scared when I first came. So I was like, wow, because I, I basically I moved here for that. But there is there's weight. There was way more than I thought there was, and I just think people are up for doing stuff. You know, we've got a lot of students here, a lot of a lot of artsy people. So people want to do things on a Tuesday yeah. night here. You know, and you can get you can get a sold out room on a Tuesday night uh, uh, doing a five spot, which is like quite a you you say that to to a londoner a london comedian yeah you know you could do a an open mic to a packed room that that can blow their minds yeah <laughs> which is why i didn't want to
0: because that's the thing like a lot of i mean we are myself and craig we're from southampton so the the biggest sort of area for us is portsmouth where there's more gigs going on but still they do struggle to kind of fill seats in those places yeah. any day, really, don't they? Yeah, great? the
2: audience numbers are, are quite low. We, uh, I think the Point probably has the most regular high numbers of sort of 30-plus. I don't know if you've been up this way, Isaac, mm. if you've done the Point in Eastleigh and Southampton.
1: Not yet. I was going to do one in Eastleigh, and I really wanted to go to Southampton to do a gig. But yeah, we had you really
2: down really for our night, the Lampoon well in um, in the Mayflower. We had you to- yeah, and um, it, yeah. obviously lockdown kicked in, so that will still kick off again. But that is the... So yeah. with our night, we had sort of 50, 60-plus there, and that was obviously quite intimidating for the people that came and did it because the people that we'd invited along mm-hmm. were the same people that we have been doing the Pompey and sort of local scene with, who have been doing at most 10 to 15 people in a crowd. So when we had like 60 in front of them, It did did panic a lot of people. So the audience numbers have sort of been quite small. And the point probably has the most regular, i say, 30 plus. Um, And so, yeah, it's it's that difference of going up there and practicing your craft, but then going and doing it in front of a larger audience then adds that pile of pressure, doesn't it, Gav?
0: It does indeed. (laughs) And I am victim of this. Mm. yeah i uh, i that was, i mean it was our night I organized and i've mentioned it in one of our podcasts before craig loves it because he loves bringing it up and he loves <laughs> laughing about it because because he loves laughing at, our, at my failures <laughs> one we had one
2: failure it was so, just on a big stage
0: and it was it was my it was my last gig before any any lockdown at all so that that's how i went out i went out with a bang and so wait, you did you did you not do very well you I did quite well? sucked? I uh I, I that's fine though, you gotta do it. Some, you gotta Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I you know, I say this to everyone that comes on. I've been doing it up until that point, about two months. So I hadn't mm. been doing it very long at all. But then that was the first big crowd that I had. And we had the mayor of Southampton there. Wow. We had you know, i I literally pulled out all the stocks for this night, I did loads of advertising for it. And um, that's very good to see,
1: though, that you're you're promoting it very well. And, and one day you'll look you'll look back at this and you'll be smashing the bigger crowds and you'll just you'll just look back at it and be like, you know, I needed to to sort of fail in front of that big crowd to actually get good in front of that
0: big crowd. Yeah, because I think that's exactly it. It's just I mean, you know, I don't know what your experiences are, but that that one for me is definitely something I've learned from because I started these props and I tried <laughs> all new material. And I just looked like a twat, and uh, but I don't know. What, have you had any sort of gigs where you've just the air's gone out the room or anything like that? Uh, many times, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like uh, an unbelievable amount amount of times. I think I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like I was doing pretty well before before all this lo- lockdown happened, but before I moved to Brighton, I would bomb a lot, you know and i did it in front of that there was somebody in the audience um who's been on live at the apollo and i really wanted to impress her <laughs> and be like and be like yeah yeah but i just over i i i overtried it i was doing all new material that wasn't i don't even it was just total shit <laughs> i was just doing sh- everything i did was just shit and it was 100% my fault but i had to do it and you know what a, a few days later um we were at this writing group and sh- she said something like stand up might not be for you you know and really yeah Ouch. and 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 that was that that was something that you know i didn't let it crush me but it it, it definitely like felt weird h- hearing somebody of that that success sort of say that and um and then afterwards i mean i basically have just worked hard uh, uh, since that so i'm sort of blessed that she said that because it's like you know you on. one day yeah,
2: <laughs> so kind of one day fire. it's going to yeah. be
1: different, you know, one day I'm, I'm, I will be, uh, yeah. Like stand up is for me, basically. <laughs> it is. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, it is for me. <laughs> but, um, yeah.
0: So we've talked about our night, we mentioned our night in Southampton there, but you, you, uh, do you get to do your, your comedy night or not? No, I never got to do it. All oh, right. Okay. So what, what made you take that, that, you know, that step into trying to organize your own night? I just I think it's important for every comedian to start
1: start their own night um when you're trying to learn because you get your own platform and it's a physical platform and you get to give yourself your own your own world and you get something to build and you you will, you'll learn so much if you're just gigging you know you'll learn things but if you if you have your own night you learn how to promote you learn how to book people you learn how to be on stage for if you're MCing you'll learn how to be on stage for a long time so yeah it's just it's you learn you'll learn a whole new list of things so it's important to do that
0: yeah I think I've definitely found that you know just from like you say the promotion side of it and everything we've done putting into this sort of the podcast and the night that we do and almost creating a brand around it is what we're trying to do really so it kind of give you know helps us with our name and you know moving forward and uh, yeah I guess that's exactly what you're saying so yeah I don't know about you Craig what are you say on that
2: yeah, my it again, similar to I mean, Isaac puts it in a better way, for me it was just purely selfish, just so I could guarantee myself <laughs> some stage time and some mic time. Yeah. You have to be
1: you have to be selfish. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be selfish, but at the end of you're giving people things at the end of the day as well. Yeah. you giving other comedians something. So and you're adding to the scene. Oh it's like a, it's like a trick. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like magic. <laughs> We,
2: we were the only, um, aside from the, the point in Eastview, but that's a ticketed gig. We were the, free, the only free open mic night in Southampton. So we sort of had, and we still have, there still isn't Leo, another one. We are still the only free open mic night in Southampton. And um, wow. yeah, it's just crazy. Such a big city with such a big like student uh, capacity in there as well. And there's no free. Well, there's no open mic nights. So there's no free open mic night at all. It's all pro gigs only. I find that insane. It's crazy. And I again, I don't know if you know how many students there are in Southampton alone, let alone the actual population and density that's in Southampton and all the different venues. There's two universities in. Southampton. There's quite a lot of um, student
1: comedians as well in Southampton.
2: Yeah. Huge. Yeah, there are. Yeah. And we tapped into them. We had them on our, on our gigs and stuff. We had sort of a good relationship with those guys. Um, and we'll continue to do that so that we can sort of cross-promote across the unis as well. But, yeah, and I think going forward we'll probably, I do not really discuss this with Gab, but I think we'll probably end up having that as a weekly night going on down at the main floor because there were just so many comedians as well. There's like a ton of comedians available to come and do it. We'd always be able to put a fresh lineup on. Every week. Well, yeah. We had,
0: I mean, what was it? We started out March. Uh, March 9th was our first one. Yeah. And then even before we finished or even done that gig, uh, I think we had, we were booked up until July having 10 acts every month. So we had people like just biting our hands off to sort of do stuff in Southampton. That's good. Yeah. I, also, also, you haven't got... um
1: that much competition as well, I guess, if you're the only free, if yeah. you're only free nights, so like grab, grab everything you can right now, basically, because yeah, yeah, we're ready sort to... of the only
0: people doing that, which is like a good thing. I yeah, think. we're pretty much ready to go. As soon as we know when we can start doing it again, we're, we're in there and ready to go. So that's good.
2: And then, so one of the other things that we've, um, we've spoken about Isaac to some of the other, well, to every community that we've had on has been when lockdown is done, what we plan on doing is, because in the Mayflower, it's like, a, it's like a basement bar and it's got like a 50, 60 person capacity down there. So we're just going to invite all of the comedians that we'd had on, you know, sort of booked onto our nights, lean up, but we're just going to have a massive party. So we'll get you over. Okay. We'll have the mic live and it'll just be a chance as soon as lockdown's done for people to get straight down and get straight on and do like a five minute, and we'll just have it as an open, like an old school open mic night. We can have a few drinks, and then the comedians just put their name on a list and just called up one at a time, and just do some of the new material that everybody should have been writing over this like couple of months lockdown. So I imagine you've written loads, haven't you? Um, (laughs) I've written,
1: (laughs) I actually have written like two jokes, I think. (laughs) Well, just been, I think like all my videos are gonna turn into jokes. But I've seen so.
2: so I've seen you live a couple of times and like I was quite excited about getting you on because genuinely wanna like watching your TikToks and watching you live has me in stitches. Um and I think it's really mm. funny the way that you deliver your stuff because for anybody that hasn't seen Isaac, um it's a unique I think quite unique. I haven't seen anybody sort of doing this style of comedy where it's it's very uh surreal in places. And what's your yeah. inspiration, would you say? Who is your inspiration? Or who could you liken yourself to? Uh,
1: that's <laughs> a hard question. I <laughs> like I really like right. Jim Carrey. And I really like Yellow Fielding. But then also I really like uh sort of Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and and but I, but I think like i think my main and i like i like cartoon characters and i i i i kind of don't really want to be i don't know too much of a person i guess like i kind of i don't know it's hard to even talk about
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's too emotional yeah it's, it's too like i
1: i don't really analyze and it's hard to analyze isn't it
0: I suppose yeah, I suppose if you think about it too much, you just I suppose you're just going with the flow if you think about it too much, then that kind of takes the edge away. If you, you don't want to know about it too much, it kind of puts a hole in the creativity, I would imagine.
1: Yeah. I think it's important to just not you get some people who are like, Oh, I'm a big fan of this comedian, so I'm I'm this I'm like gonna be like this comedian, but um also Harry Hill. Do you know like a comedian
2: like a called Spencer Jones? Jones? But
1: Yeah. Spencer Jones. So, no, I, I, no, he's like so a, he's a professional. A, he's a, a, he's a
2: proper him. comedian. Oh. Like been on eight out of 10 cats, does countdown and things like that. He's got a very sort of unique style. Um, it's not the same as yours, but it's the, the sort of delivery and the way he speaks is very similar. And I find there's a very, there's a, if you haven't seen him, I'll YouTube him after this and, and look him up. There's a, there's a, he's very funny, but it, You know, I'm sort of a fan of his and Mm. some of the jokes and some of your deliveries are very similar to that. And, you know, have me in bits. I think um, I'm trying to describe your style. It's it's not easy, is it? (laughs) No. (laughs)
1: Um, My style is like, I'll I'll have to um, watch Spencer Jones because that sounds interesting to watch. My, My style is probably... If I would were to dis, I can't
0: describe it with, I can't, I just can't describe it. I just, <laughs> like- <laughs> I think in a word, it's, a, yeah. it's original. I think from anything else I've seen, it's yeah. very original. And I think that's what a lot of people like about it. It's something a bit fresh.
1: Yeah, I yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> it's fresh, what he said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's 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 what uh, everybody should try and, um, you know, create is something that's fresh. I guess you know.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, that's the thing. You always want to do something. I think that, yeah, I agree with that. I I would like to do something new, but I, I think I'm just trying to pull sets together at the minute before I can move it to a next level, I think. I think, there. you know, like I say, there's levels to this sort of thing. I think you're at a very strong level, especially with the following that you've got. Definitely, but it's it's important to
1: just think about, just step step by step, work on your, you know, just work on, don't, don't worry about persona and stuff like that first. Just worry about telling your jokes and then yeah, everything yeah. else follows, you know, just create, create the product. Yeah. I don't think uh,
2: you, it doesn't look like you work too hard. It doesn't look like you're trying too hard. I think would be a better way of putting it. Obviously you work hard. I don't want to like, demean yeah. all the hard work you've been doing, but like it, it looks very effortless when you do it. And obviously your that that stage persona is very different from talking to you now where, you know, you seem relatively normal, um <laughs> mm. <laughs> relatively. Relatively. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but yeah, it doesn't uh, come across like it's yeah, it doesn't come across like you're trying too hard, which a lot of comedians uh when you watch them just think oh, ah, you're trying to be too quirky or you're trying to be too loud or too in your face and mm.
0: Mm.
1: I've seen that a lot. Um, I've I think just try and have just try and have fun. That's what a comedian really yeah. wants. Just just have fun. Like if you make it fun, you re- all these other obstacles sort of disappear because you can. Yeah, just don't overthink it. Really, just do what you sort of want, and then yeah, you'll create something that you you enjoy. And then when you enjoy yeah. it, other people. And
2: so talking about other comedians, is there sort of particular? Mentors or other local comedians that you want to give a shout out to that you say have given you some good advice. Danny is. Um.
1: The a comedian that I really like is Joseph Murphy. If you ever he gigs in London a lot, he's probably one of the best comed, comedians and joke writers I've like. He's a genius. Like, and and he sh- he should be like well famous. And I think when it comes to Joseph Murphy oh my god like i'm gonna send him this clip this audio <laughs> clip of me saying this but i think people should invest millions no, really? him. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever meet somebody called joseph yeah he i think just his joke writing is really good like and he just improvises on stage and it just looks so he's like it's like watching mozart just jam <laughs> do you know what i mean like when he's on when he's when i was, it's so it's so it's so good and Stephen catling I like Stephen Catling. The name rings a I think I might Cattling.
2: be um, connected with him on LinkedIn in some way, but I don't think I've seen him.
1: He's just a very interesting guy. Okay. <laughs> so keep an eye out for him. Um, <laughs> I don't know who else really. I mean, <laughs> there, were, there were every, every comedian is giving yeah. really good advice. And what
2: about venue wise? Then a few gigs. Cause you gig, cause I remember the first time I saw you was down in Bournemouth at the Meet and Sip, and then I'll see, I've seen you in, uh, oh, in yeah. Chichester, and uh, I think it might have been Winchester at the, the railway, and I can't remember, but I've seen you a couple of times. So, of all your different venues from uh, around Norfolk and around here, around London, where, where would you say has been your favourite venue or had your favourite gig? Um, my favourites uh, have been at
1: the Artista in Brighton. Yeah, it's a good one. I've I done think. that one. It's... Yeah. So It's so good. It's like, I did it, I did it like basically every Tuesday for like a month and a half. And it was so, it was just so good. Like <laughs> I just had like, so, it was like. Do you live near there? It's so, so lit. But um, yeah, yeah. I li- well, I don't live. I mean, I live, okay. like, it's, I can walk <laughs> there. So I guess I do live near there. <laughs> which
2: is like that's it's, it's nice to walk to a gig but that isn't why i like <laughs> it though it's not based but on that's the very sport. intimate that's that's uh <laughs> i don't know Gav, if you've not been there i don't think have you it's so it's quite a tight no, venue isn't it isaac you sort of go into the small little bar and then it's down the stairs and limited seating but it's very compact yeah. and the stage is right there right in front of people
1: when it's packed, but yeah. it's, it's like fucking packed. Like, it's so, it can be quite awkward as uh sometimes because it's so it's so packed. And the toilet upstairs, <laughs> not not slagging off the venue, hope to, <laughs> but like the toilet upstairs yeah. is fucking awkward as hell because it's like, like it's it's when everybody needs a piss and like it's and on it's the like, landing, isn't it? Yeah, it's so narrow. It's like basically. Yeah, you gotta like somebody's like if somebody's at the urinal. You gotta like yeah. basically grind past them <laughs> to get to the toilet, and it's like it's very awkward depending on <laughs> you know who you get at the urinal. Because <laughs> um, I'm confident with it, but you might get you
2: get somebody who's like yeah, very, you don't want to go you know, ass to ass, but you also don't yeah. want to go dick to ass. It's quite difficult, and for me, yeah. The thing is, it's like, if you go yeah. off to off, like, you're even more insecure. You're rubbing asses. It, it's that whole, yeah, it is yeah. very difficult. And obviously, you're, you know, you're a lot smaller than me, so it must have been easier to get past. But I both had somebody grind and then had to grind. So I had to sort of give it both. And, you know, it does, it helps you make friends. But, um... Thing is,
0: Craig, you must have gone there because your bladder, you must have gone in and out of there. So that's what I mean. I had somebody had to
2: grind past me while I've managed to get to the urinal, but then when I went up there for another time, somebody was at the urinal, so I had to grind past, you know, somebody else. And yeah, it was was, uh, it's a weird one, yeah, there is, there is. It definitely is not good for social distancing, but um, but yeah, I mean, it is fun. I was there, I weirdly enough. I managed to get, you know, on the same night as, like, William Stone and David Regan, so a couple of the, you must know him from the local area, oh, is it from the Brighton scene. Uh, I and, know, uh, yeah, I managed good. to see those those guys live, and, yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting.
1: It's good seeing, like, um, them, them two, they're, like, they're, they're yeah. really good people to see, I think. Especially, like, yeah when it comes to joke joke writing as well they're really good joke writers who what i like about them too is you always see a facebook status of theirs and then you see them on you see them say yeah. their facebook status on stage <laughs> <laughs> like they use their facebook status, and some, it's kind of it's kind of fun seeing them yeah. like work and then and or then you're like yeah, that's yeah.
2: Your status, bro. <laughs> and william stone is like burgeoning on fame isn't he he's had a few like BBC three appearances and he's been in a few sketches and that, and he's yeah. he's sort of done a few little things. So he's on that cusp. Um, he's a he's he's yeah he's really good. He's a really. And so good what made guy. me laugh? So I he wish I was that um, got up on stage. So obviously, I didn't know who he was. He's he's a qu- quite a big northerner, and he's with his beard and he's a big fella. And he went up on stage and he had this like, he uh, <laughs> yeah, had like a pint of bitter or whatever it was. And this um, like mm. wicker owl, I think it was. It was some sort of garden ornament that he took up on stage with. Him. And I was like, oh, what's this going to be? And he stood there and he did it sort of one-liners and, and quips that he does. Very funny. Um, and he did his whole yeah. set and didn't mention this fucking owl once. And then just come off stage. <laughs> and that was it. And I found it <laughs> the funniest thing. It That's really, so good. Just it, <laughs> Such an that obvious really prop good. and you were waiting for him to like draw attention to it and he never, not once. Fucking brilliant.
1: <laughs> that is actually that's like that's I good. wish I I have never seen him do that. I mean I don't
2: that's that's actually like <laughs> it was good wow. <laughs> It was just so good. And um yeah, that that was like the funniest bit just when he walked off and I was like, Oh, he's not a trusty owl. it's just yeah, fucking hilarious.
0: So for Isaac, you know, with everything that's going on, what's the sort of destination for you? Where where do you actually want to be with this comedy lark? Um, it's a very, like,
1: big thing. Like, so right now I just want to be able to be independent with, with comedy and not have to, I don't, basically I never want to fucking <laughs> work again.
2: Like, <laughs> I'm trying my best to work,
1: to work a job. I just don't. I'm I'm prepared to. My, um, my little now, bladder's basically.
2: kicking, and I just
0: got to nip out. All right, adios. It's, it's always this is a this is a no. It's not a first because he yeah, the other de- day last week's one, he he ended up having a piss at the start of the whole podcast. But um, yeah, that's his small bladder for you. Go on, Isaac, you carry uh, on. What mate. was I saying? I was saying um. So, about so I asked about sort of where. Oh,
1: yeah, okay. Um,
0: where is it going?
1: So, can I hear? I, I just, I swear to not I just heard him piss through the thing.
0: He's actually not far away from a toilet, okay. to be fair. <laughs> or there's a weird, or there's a weird whistling. I don't know what that is.
1: Um, so, yeah, in, in the future, I want to, you know, have a TV show, have have a platform, be in films, you know, but I want to focus on acting as well. I want to yeah. then have my own comedy night. You know, just just be a, uh, I want to build a whole, you know, spider web of, of, of comedy, you know, and turn that into yeah. something that is quite quite good. <laughs> Only quite good. <laughs> <laughs> well described. Yeah. Well, I, I want it to be really, like, really, really, really good, but like, you know quite good is okay
0: <laughs> so it's just basically saying you know you, comedy is the center of it but you just want fingers in all comedy pies yeah. that's related to it and then just explore it to the to the absolute max
1: i think there's a lot of things that haven't been done yet as well when it comes to sort of the way touring is and the the system that it, the system that comedy is at you know like I agree. Yeah, it's quite. A it's traditional quite. I think. I think. System, yeah, it's quite it? a traditional system, and I feel like there's still a lot. There's still a lot to be done, and there's still a lot to, um, especially with the internet. There's still a lot that is going to change uh, with comedy. So you, think you can
2: modernise comedy, and
1: yeah, you got to futurize comedy. Though nice. you got to bring it into the, you got to bring <laughs> it into the
2: future. You know, and... <laughs> bring it right up to date in the future. So... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Because I think a lot of people put barriers up at the minute in reference to comedy with what you can and can't say. Yeah. But there's, there is something beyond I that. I think
1: it's it's definitely... That is... You know, when it comes to what you can and can't say, there, there, there's always a way around that. But I think the system that, that comedy is in, I think the way that you can... The way people tour, the way people do their comedy nights, the way people, you know... Yeah, it's, I think it is it is all going to change. I think there's going to be a big thing after after this, people are going to give a fuck less after this this coronavirus shit is over, basically. People are going to care less, I think, because they've just been waiting around for ages. So people are just going to be like, fuck it, I know what I want to do, I'm going to do it, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. Um, as long as something isn't, you know, blatantly fucking, you get, you, as long as something isn't blatantly racist, or, or blatantly so fucking... you're not courting controversy? You know, I'm not, cu- no, I'm not courting, like, being an actual you know, some people can go, can, can, offensive comedy is fine, but then there's actually just being a fucking dick for no reason. Like, you actually look at any offensive comedy, it actually has a point behind it. And, and that point is to sort of make people think about what isn't yeah. being thought about, you know? So, you know, Frankie Boyle is like, ext- I've always seen Frankie Boyle as extremely on the left side, but everybody thinks he's like well right wing. He's probably one of the most leftist comedians going, I think. I think he's like well on the left, but just because he has said some offensive stuff, everybody just assumes he's on the right, which is kind of strange.
0: I suppose it's, I mean, it's intelligence, isn't it? You know, if you're look, if you're, you've got people who would look at some of his jokes and take it as the right, that's just a lack of intelligence, I think, on their part. Whereas, you know, the intention of it is actually to provoke your thoughts, rather than, you know, tell you how to. Yeah, think. he make
1: a lot of a lot of comedians don't even believe in the stuff they're saying. They're just trying to be like, "What if?" He's trying to this? evoke you a know, reaction, a isn't it? It's just questioning stuff. Yeah, that's all yeah. it is. Um, and and I think, you know, I don't think any there's ever really been anybody who's. Well, they probably has, but there isn't. There aren't. There aren't many comedians who are just being blatantly just really want to disgust people that isn't I don't think that's what any of them do they just want to make people laugh and they're doing it in a shocking way because they're <laughs> bored of reality
2: but I don't think these days <laughs> I don't think comedians I don't think comedians like that even like Frankie Boyle um Anthony Jeselnik and even like Jimmy Carr people they they make these extreme jokes but um they've done it in such a way you know people like Bernard Manning wouldn't make it as a comedian these days so like, yeah, um, Roy Chobby Brown, you know, they wouldn't be well, they're not really highly famous comedians anymore because, you know, they were saying just stupid, ridiculous things that, you know, just wouldn't be funny or wouldn't be counted as clever these days.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess times I guess times do change and I think there's a way to be
0: provoking in a different in a different
1: way, I guess. But I don't I haven't really watched any of any of their stuff, so
2: yeah. yeah, they're
0: they're famous for a generation. I think they're you know they're still like they would release uh, you know even up until recently they released a DVD. Maybe parents and grandparents and still someone when would, they still, would, would get still get it in their stocking. Sort of but, uh, yeah, but I think like you say, as generations change, you know, who's who's to say that you know if you get if you get big and famous now and then in sort of. 40 years time people think oh he's ridiculous you know he's so look active. at him on his farm just burning just bur- food <laughs>
1: <laughs> farms won't even exist then man it will be labs and shit it will be <laughs> so oh, he was bastard. on a farm <laughs> Um <laughs> He had cows yeah. as slaves, <laughs> bastard. That'll happen. I actually think that'll happen. Like people statues. <laughs> <laughs>
0: statues of <yeah>. cows. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what
2: what other, I was gonna say something important, but I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Oh I no. We say. missed we've had all these podcasts, no one said anything important yet, and then we spoke over Isaac's one point.
0: It was to do with Come on, you can bring it back. No, it was something about
1: something unrelated (laughs) that I was going to bring up, but I don't know where it's gone. Oh. (laughs) No, it's all right. That's just my ADHD. But that would be imagine in a world where statues are torn down because somebody ate a bacon. That could happen.
2: Vegan army could take over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's sort of a good thing, though. Like, even though I eat chicken. Like, I was on a farm yesterday, I was literally (laughs) on the farm yesterday, it's not even my farm by the way, oh shit, I'm breaking character, it doesn't matter, I was, so I was sitting on the farm, (laughs) and I was eating these, like, chicken tikka meatballs, and I was thinking to myself, like, in depth, like, like, that eating animals is fucking disgusting, like, it's really, like, not good, (laughs) but I was really enjoying the meat at the same time, so it was, like, completely just double thinking myself, but... Yeah, one day, one day it will be like legal to eat to eat meat, and it's probably a good thing. But we'll have genetically modified meat, like in grown in a lab. Yeah, so but it's already there
2: are companies out there, aren't there, who do this already? Have these like uh, grown meat or like meat grown in petri dishes and shit, and that is that's a thing that's already products you can already buy, mm. which is crazy. But um, yeah,
1: once that becomes cheaper, then like growing yeah. a cow and shit like that. Um it will obviously become it'll become the new thing and every chicken yeah. nugget will be the same chicken nugget, you know. Which will be
2: It'll be regulated insane. and rationed, wouldn't it? I think that's no. how they'll start to do it. And you'll just get less and less rations for meat. And then there'll be a meat black market again like there was in the war. And that that is what I'm waiting for. That's where I'm gonna make my fortune on the meat black market. Selling real meat. What selling real meat? Yeah.
1: Wow, like, like auctioning and, uh, it.
2: Yeah,
0: that's
1: The it. last cow.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. it'd be like a yeah. meat prohibition. And then I would
1: definitely
2: be cancel you if you did that. <laughs> I'd What's be that like that making point? meat in the bathtub. Yeah. That's so sadistic. And then like exporting <laughs> burgers across like state lines.
1: I'm I'm like a vegetarian who isn't a vegetarian, you know? Well, like, I think like a vegetarian but <laughs> eat the fuck out of me. You have all the moral
2: <laughs> Yeah. You have I all the morals all all of are. a vegetarian, but you eat the meat.
1: Yeah, one yeah. I think that's everybody's like that, yeah.
0: Yeah. This cheeseburger was eating But I once, like so I now live with it. a
2: friend of mine who I, I was living with a vegetarian, like my ex partner's vegetarian. And um when we had like she wasn't quite ready to be a vegan yet because she just loves cheese and eggs but when we bought eggs we had to buy like the organic happy eggs and all that sort of stuff but i moved in with a friend of mine and i was just like making breakfasts and all that sort of stuff i didn't really think about it but then i realized that he buys caged uh eggs like caged head eggs and i was like <laughs> for a minute i was like jesus you can't buy caged head eggs he's like you've been eating them for weeks now i was like good point and they're cheaper so it hasn't stopped me at all even though they're like the worst thing you can possibly be buying but I think if they're still available I'm still going to buy them.
1: Yeah. That's that's the thing yeah. money rules the world <laughs> no matter what like whenever when something becomes cheap Does it that's when people buy it so Yeah.
2: Does it say that? Yeah yeah box? um caves. eggs from KD hens chickens. Yeah. Abused oh. chickens.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mentally they traumatized just good. chicken eggs. So
2: perfectly fine. <laughs> Honestly, the pancakes, they still you make trauma pancakes.
0: You can't taste trauma.
1: Can't taste trauma. What a fucking slugger for that. You can't taste trauma, lads. It's okay. <laughs> <coughs> Imagine what trauma I reckon
2: it'd like. taste like hamburgers. It'd be fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I reckon it'd taste like how you know when your TV goes all fuzzy. Well, I reckon that's how it would taste. But <laughs> I don't know what that tastes
2: like either. <laughs> I think I it would taste like, like you know when you all go out for a yeah. meal and somebody goes, "Oh, try this one," and you try a little bit of their dinner, and then your dinner just tastes shit because theirs is so much better. I reckon that's what it would taste like. Just be like, for fuck's sake. Just ruins it. Pisses me mm. off. I never eat anybody's dinner when we go out for dinner. They like, go, Oh, try this, it's lovely. I go, no. Nope. Because if it ruins my dinner, I'll be well pissed off.
1: But yeah, that is the worst yeah. that's like the worst mistake.
2: Yeah, exactly. So just, and they can go just fuck doing themselves. They're Even when they even when I do eat their dinner or... and they look at my plate I'm like, no.
1: That's like a little mind game as well, isn't it? To like, you know, jealousy upon an enemy. And I'm (laughs) not falling for that shit. Yeah. Yeah, what a load of bullshit. (laughs) Never, no matter how good it is. Or when they lean
2: over with a bit of it on their fork, I'll just lean forward a little bit and then just spit on it. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just punch him in the face.
0: Yeah smack it violently out of their hand that'll make, make a good a sketch yes.
1: like that that scenario or like where you're like your great aunt or something gives you a bit of food and you like just beat the <laughs> fuck out of Drop kicker kick off a chair or like maybe, yeah i don't condone violence too much, but I feel much. like that that would be kind of that would be kind of funny when, like
2: <laughs> imagine that oh my god like
1: Oh, I'd love to be able to drop kick an old yeah, lady Yeah, just on like right in the chest,
2: just so she goes straight back on the chair and then rolls, does a little roly-poly backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love that.
1: There's nothing funnier than, like,
2: I reckon violence yeah. against I an reckon, old lady. <laughs> I reckon we could film this, Isaac. Like, I reckon I could take a drop kick from you in the chest if we just cut away from an old lady's face and then dress me up. I reckon you could take a run up, mm. drop kick me in the chest knock me off a chair. I reckon we could see if that'd be funny on camera. I'll do anything. I'll do anything for rising anything to drop fame, kick me in the
1: chair. Anything. <laughs> that would be uh or, or they could I don't know if I I feel I feel like I've seen like a, a, a TV show where an old lady has been hit by a bus or something like that and, and they like they just deliberately change the old lady into a dummy just so she gets but it looks really funny the way it's like all fucking obviously a dummy
0: dragged <laughs> yeah. under the wheel <laughs> i mean <laughs> oh the vi-, the vi the visualization going through my mind just old grannies being yeah. abused at the moment you gotta learn how to
2: turn that loop <laughs> off sometimes man <laughs> <laughs> got... i'm gonna be That's searching, I'm gonna be like searching exactly that sentence on pornhub <laughs> later old lady just being abused by car just that's what i'm going to look up see what that brings up in porn because we've had a lot of these discussions around weird i think that <laughs> brings up the fbi if you search that i don't think so i think some of the shit that uh, vicky was telling us that she watches on Pornhub. i reckon uh yeah all you're doing is substituting mm. substituting some some normal woman for a, an old lady i reckon there's probably old porn stars out there who just get smacked about a little bit just for a bit of extra cash just to top up the pension
0: Oh,
2: there is. Believe me. I can do anything.
0: No, that. Can. Sorry.
1: I'm being so dirty, man.
0: I've, I've got an ad on Gumtree at the minute for exactly that. Right, I don't condone the abuse of all you tried to say... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Disclaimer. Well, this I was is Craig's wondering, segue Isaac, a if a the HP that Isaac harms pensioners.
1: Not yet, man. Not yet. (laughs) That name means many.
0: What does the eight mean?
1: Sure. Should I say it? You got an air of mystery. That's fine. Because I. No. Oh, I see. That's cool. I might say it later. (laughs) I might say it later. (laughs) I don't know. I don't really know if I want to be. um... I feel like I've got a lot. If people find out my real name, there's like a lot of. um... I think there's an old Twitter account that I have.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I might. We'll just go I'm with
2: Hugh. I'm sick of harm's pensioners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me talk to my lawyer before I.
0: Gary, <laughs> what's going on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary! Oh, oh, Gary was yeah, your I'm lawyer. Gary,
0: yeah. Fuck
1: Gary! <laughs> Fuck Gary, man! What a tosser! <laughs>
2: He's such a cunt. (laughs) Yeah, just drop kick Gary in the chest. Dress Gary up as an old. Fucking moron.
1: I might have to do that. But I would like to just beat the I'm gonna make a YouTube video. Yeah. Well Vicky
2: Delirious will probably wank off to that. That's the sort of shit she's into. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) We had this conversation. no Really? (laughs) <laughs> oh mate I think I it was to listen fucking to that hilarious right but we had a conversation around porn and very casually um because I'd like to ask people what they search for in, in their porn hub categories and stuff but very casually she dropped in she was watching this this porn she looked at rough sex and was intrigued by this man who enticed this woman into a container Said, so then he just started smashing the shit out of her and very casually she went and I just came and we were like fucking hell Yeah, what? Like, no, kick kick the shit shit out of her in the box. Just beat this woman up. Yeah, just beat her up. Well, wait. Some people like it.
1: What the fuck? I haven't been on porn for so long, (laughs) but I don't want to be there. If that's if that is what that is i don't want to be involved
2: yeah that's normal that, mate. Is that that is, that's is—that's what all the kids are watching nowadays we can you you're not now, an expert now, in the way because you don't Would either you masturbate normal? or go on porn hub or any sort of porn sites so you don't get a, you don't get a vote isaac said he's not been on porn in a
1: while so are you doing i don't i'm i, I don't masturbate or watch porn either if if um <laughs> Avin does the same <laughs> I don't, (laughs) I actually don't do, I don't, I've been, I've been, I'm so like, I don't know the trends, but yeah, I'm sort of scared to go on there, I feel like I've, I've missed a good few years of of them, you know, knowing what is trending, and,
0: (laughs) Craig Craig asks, Craig's looking for sort of his next, his next click, yeah, he's looking for a recommendation, Um, so it's, it's, it's quite reassuring that we've had a couple of guests now that just go, no, no, this this isn't the way forward. What well, like a porn star re- <laughs> re- uh, recommendation? Just any sort of porn recommendation. Oh, I don't even know. You may have one from years from years. I'm trying to think years. Of like So long ago, you still had like Sam
2: but... Fox and Linda Lussardi, I suppose. Yeah.
1: It's all like it's all like out of date porn though. Like, I thought I don't know what Asa Akira is doing nowadays, but I feel, she's probably like she's retired now. Does anyone even know who she is? Is she like Asa Akira? Yeah. She was like an Asian porn star. I shall look very famous, up. very famous, but she was, she was very famous, very famous for doing anal. But I, I, I don't. I feel weird talking about that. I just feel there's <laughs> something about like I don't know. There's something that's changed in my life, and I just feel weird talking about about stuff like that.
0: But you've got Craig. You've got to remember that Isaac is twenty. He's not seen the devious things. Yeah, and in fairness, though, in when I was twenty, we were still trying to find
2: um, porn under like magazines in the park, like. It was still like magazines and stuff in the under bushes and stuff like that. We used to have like tramp porn. Uh, We didn't have access to porn like you youngsters have nowadays. And I feel like Isaac's probably wasting his opportunity if I'm honest.
1: I don't think I am wasting my (laughs) opportunity at all. If so, wait, you had to find
0: magazines in bushes. That's what you just said. He's basically saying he found disused. Yeah. Or already
2: pre. Because we used to hang around parks and stuff. Like you would hang around in parks a bush. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say we. Me and Don't my friends. We, that makes when we were growing up, you hung around <laughs> parks and shops and stuff, and then yeah, you'd find discarded porn mags um under bushes or you know anywhere like, and that was that was yeah. our introduction to porn. Like we never, you know, unless I would you... rather really have that
1: than Pornhub. Yeah because you work for it that's the issue with porn is you don't work for it (laughs) that's the issue you don't it's so quick and, and 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 it's so instant that you it's so easy to become addicted to like if if I, if I, if the only way I could wank off was if I had to get porn out of a bush, I'd probably do it every now and then, but I wouldn't be doing it every so, hour. Yeah, but
2: you know? this is what I don't understand. So, See, I, I probably am slightly, <laughs> well, I am addicted. I don't think you can slightly be addicted to anything. You're addicted or you're not. So I think I am addicted to porn. I can't, I couldn't close my eyes mm. and, and, you know, just masturbate. I couldn't be like, oh, this is satisfying. I definitely need prompting and uh, visual aids for sure. I couldn't just be like, well, oh, yeah, it's going to knock one out right now.
1: Take a week off it, man, and your imagination will be, like, so good
0: and vivid. Oh, Isaac, did, did you notice <laughs> that you didn't even ask about this and Craig's telling you about yeah. <laughs> his masturbation preferences? <laughs> so, it's a really a default mode. Uh, <laughs> so easy.
1: To, 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 uh, I mean,
2: I... I I appreciate he does, he the just, recommendation it. But quickly, Akira. You know, I've like... looked her up and she seems adventurous, so I'll be watching that later on.
1: But I'm wondering what she's doing, though, because, you know, when I was watching porn, that was pretty much she was all the rage, but I don't know what <laughs> you mean in, in the last sort of really. two
2: years you've been watching.
1: Well, it moves so fast, doesn't it? Because I think porn was like, it was still kind of crazy then, but. If you're telling me that people get put in a box and get them, yeah, fuck but I think that's or, always happened. Like, I just
2: think it's now yeah, more I readily mean, available on porn. She's
0: her. on that shit is so bad. She's on She's on TikTok. She's on TikTok.
2: Now, here Anyway, wow. you see how excited Isaac yeah. was. Yeah, I'm just joking. I
0: don't think she was
2: So <laughs> no, I'm not watching her on porn, yeah. her, but TikTok, that's the <laughs> thing people want to masturbate to. Yeah. Well, me and yeah, collapse. So it would be that'd you know. be amazing if she played your girlfriend who's getting nailed by <laughs> Andrew, whoever it was. Darren, that's it. Darren, is yeah,
1: Darren's banging <laughs> my girl. Well, not back. I don't really want to talk about.
2: It. <laughs> so anyway, that's okay. so No, nice. thank you for the recommendation. I should check her out later. Cool. Yeah. So
0: is it just sort of to to bring some normality back or whether you want to talk about it or not? How, like, you've mentioned ADHD a couple of times. How, (laughs) how, (laughs) hmm, yes. Uh, How have you found that doing stand-up? Has it helped or is it (laughs) a problem? Um, Well, I'm not actually diagnosed with it. (laughs) so it
1: is a problem so i'm just sort of i just know that i have it basically and i'm just yeah i just i did watch a few documentaries about it (laughs) i know i have it so
0: um yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um so as with your self-diagnosed ADHD yeah. do
2: you,
0: How do you feel that adds to your oh, I mean
1: I've got like one joke on ADHD, so and I mean I'm I think yeah, I think it You've probably adds up. something to it. Uh but, yeah, I mean, it, you're just very scatterbrained. I know I have it. 100%. Like, I better, I better fucking have it, because I basically, like, created an image around it. I had a whole... I I used to go on stage basically be like, yo, I have ADHD. So, <laughs> and, like, build my whole thing on it, almost, you know? And um, I just think I have it straight up. Like, so, yeah, I haven't how it affects my comedy i i mean i don't i don't i don't i you wouldn't know any other yeah. way i guess yeah uh, yeah i guess i mean unless i i haven't taken medications for it but i don't think i will
0: because because you've self-diagnosed that you might as well just take your own advice yeah you? i okay. just enjoy,
1: i just enjoy it <laughs> I, I just think it's fun it gets you into trouble it gets you it it, 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 it ruins you know some things but it gives me strength you know (laughs) it keeps like does it keep always like you know fucking electrocuting some sort of section of your life with adhd power you know you're sort of like yeah your mind is always like you know fucking doing shit it's kind of annoying (laughs) sometimes when you're like trying to you know, look at a field or something, or yeah, like you're trying to, yeah, when you're actually trying to, like, you know, it's it's shit when you're trying to, like, I don't know, get into your online banking account, or like, or or like you're trying to, like,
0: I don't know, learn how to drive. So, the, so it's, yeah, so it's not good for the it's not good for the boring everyday stuff, but it makes yeah. And I don't want to live in real life, so I don't
1: give a fuck. Like, I I fu- I, I really hate real life. I just hate it. I hate doing shit that is real life involved that is yeah i hate doing like normal shit one day somebody's i'm gonna pay somebody to just do all that shit so i can (laughs) have a ball pit and fucking i don't know smoke cigars and draw with my crayons like like actually i i like love drawing with crayons like and i think that's see this is this is now you mention ADHD, like, have you noticed the way I'm talking now is so, like, more ADHD like your trigger word. I just placeboed ADHD yeah. on myself, yeah, basically
0: definitely.
2: yeah, it's my trigger word, like, <laughs> thank you very much, you just ruined my disguise <laughs> are you still oh, Is it? are you still um, we'll on delivering then. your posters around you yeah, your merch, that's it what, my merch yeah, it. I mean, I've been
1: sending them I sold, like I sold two the other day, and I sold one. <laughs> but I need to send it to the post office. Go to the post office and send it away. I haven't hand delivered any of them. Though. Can you
2: do us a, uh, a kind of lampoon weird. one? And I'll I'll get it framed and put it yeah, up. Sure. We'll put it up on our uh, on our lampoon page. You send it through. That'd be amazing. Sure thing, man. I'll do that.
0: That that was everything I, I forgot to completely ask you about. Was that you've set up your PayPal account? Was it for a four pounds yeah. for a shout out? Yeah.
1: Yeah, custom bit. How's that how's, good, how's yeah. that working out? I've made You get I've I've made about 130 That's good, that is good going,
0: a hundred
2: and thirty, isn't it? More,
1: which is Really? Yeah, I wanna I wanna be able to make you know enough to Do you work
2: sort of, now? Do you have like a normal work, day yeah. job? <laughs>
1: Nah, like um, at the restaurant that I worked at, got <laughs> it got debt collected the other day. So I sort of I've like lost my job, basically. But something is and where do you live? You live with um,
2: your care. dad? <laughs>
1: oh, okay. No, I live with my cousin. Right. Um, I live in the loft of my cousin's <laughs> house. I'm just sort of yeah, paying very little rent and sort of. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fun. It's a grind, you know.
2: It's the, like I I just. Yeah, one of. But it's a perfect like. I don't want to work.
0: For don't want to watch your videos. <laughs> it
2: is a perfect loft. You've got the farting <laughs> window just there. Um You've got everything you need right there. Room to dance and you know, windmill. There's there's a lot you could do in that room. I've seen.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Um I could sort of like <laughs> fart out of the window when I want to, which is good because I don't like the smell of my farts. That's one thing I don't like, and kind of uh, a lot of people say that I like them, but I don't. So like, when I get to, th- I always fight outside the window, basically, and and also, yeah, there's a lot of things in my room that I can sort of use to <laughs> occupy myself. Like I've got a pillow that I can sort of, but I can like, yeah, I can put my head on put the pillow on. and I can, <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I've uh, got my crayons and I've, you know. I've got a plate. They let me take my plates up here sometimes.
0: <laughs> they they've stopped you using paper plates. They've actually yeah, used I'm using real plates now. now, which is good. No, yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, it's pretty.
1: I just wish I had some sort of like fan that would blow my farts out the window straight away, so I don't have to stand up every time. <laughs> well I, Bro, you I saw my shut when I sleep Because I don't want to fart in my sleep And it's quite stressful
0: Does that cause <sighs> your stomach uh, Make your stomach uncomfortable in the morning though
1: um, Yeah I do a really big one in the, mor- in the morning <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm saying And what about um, Are you allowed girls to stay over <laughs> Oh yeah I don't give a fuck about that rule I probably had sex with about hundred girls in this loft, so I don't. <laughs> People who say that I'm a fucking V card and I, I have a V card, I'm a virgin. I'm not one, and I probably had sex with, you know, hundred to two hundred women, and I do it online as well, and online counts. So, <laughs> yeah, I have sex, <laughs> and they let me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: On that note, Isaac, I think All we're right. going to wrap up. Mate. I hope that was an okay outro. That was brilliant. I, think, I hope that was okay. All right. No, no, it was a lovely outro. <laughs> a very lovely
1: outro. <laughs> no, it's been really good
0: having you on, mate. I really appreciate nice. it. It's been unique having you on. And I think you're think Cheers, man. I think
1: you're quite cool as well. Yeah.
2: No, I appreciate that, Cool, it. cool, cool was, guys. Uh, I'm a fan. I can't yeah. wait to see you. We'll get you down on the lampoon. We'll get you to come and do a couple of nights. And, uh, yeah, we'll get you down. Maybe we will get you to um, nice. to MC a night as well, couldn't we, Gav? That would be great. I think that'd man. be hilarious. I'd love, I'd love yeah, that. definitely. And I think that's really what awesome, that's yeah. what we'll do with the lampoon. We'll get some guest yeah, definitely, MCs. Definitely. I think we'll have Isaac as the first guest <laughs> MC.
1: That would be amazing, man. That would what be would an honour if that if that, if that could happen. Definitely.
0: No, definitely we'll be we're definitely up for that, my friend. And yeah, well, I think, you know, we'll definitely see you around, but wish you all the best. Oh, Isaac, what's, what what's your TikTok name? Where, how can people find you for listening yeah, keep, to Yeah, keep, keep
1: it up, man. Um, so you can find me by typing in Isaac H P or at yeah. Isaac H P. So,
2: yeah. All the best with it, buddy. That's good. See you later.
1: Cool. All right. Cheers, okay. then,
2: Isaac. Thanks very much, man. <laughs> Adios,
1: man. I'll leave the recording, here.
0: Bye bye. All right. Yeah. Ciao. As always, thank you very much for tuning into the Lampoon podcast. Next week, we have another lady in the form of Tiz White. Make sure, as usual, you tune in for that one.